Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. in my in my water and let the water sit for, for, for about 24 hours 
And it's very, very healthy and very good for you. Water is the foundation of our being. We're 72% water, so you know it's incredibly important to have the best kind of water available. Um, even though a person may drink tap water, there is, um, unfortunately, thousands of chemicals in there. But, you know, if we really understand ourselves energetically and our creative powers that we have, we can transmute energy and make even the chemicals and things that do come from Mother Earth more in a harmonic state to help ourselves out. But it is more work. It's better to have, uh, you know, what you can make the best for you that you're bringing into your beautiful physical expression. And um, it's not as much work to um, transmute that energy. Um, With that said, going on to our topic, is your mind yours, the unseen world of influence? So this is something that I personally wanted to bring out today because um, I've really been noticing... um, uh, I'm very sensitive to energy, and I've really been noticing in, in every moment and every day the energy is really changing and really um, I do have the ability to tune into energies and, and feel and understand where they come from. And some are obviously to do with the alignment of planets when we look at astrology and you know, Mercury retrograde is a good example of that. Um, but there's also a lot of synthetic energies that bombard us and, you know, we are energetic beings, a physical body, even though we call it physical. And through programming, we think it's hard and solid and that's it. But it really isn't hard and solid and that's it. At the smallest form, it is energy waveform. The physical expression is light in density. So we, we can call our physical body a physical body, but really it truly is a light body. And our spirit is, we could say, in here. But I feel my spirit and my physical body, which is energy, is really just one. Um, you know, we are powerful creator beings. And through our, our thoughts packed up with our powerful emotional centers, we do create everything that we believe in. And if we believe in something as as totally the way it is, then we're going to definitely see that outside of ourselves because we feel it inside. Um, getting back to the energies, um, a couple of days back, um, I just noticed an incredible feeling of incredible tiredness and, and beyond being tired. Um, we both work a fairly, um, a fairly tough job. It's um, heavy lifting and um, a lot of use of energy as far as energy for the body and that kind of thing. But um, it would be, in my opinion, I knew it was going further than that. It was it was uh, affecting memory, coming out of the store and, and going to the wrong car, um, feeling like I'm off balance and almost going to fall over. And a feeling of like part of myself being pulled out of me and I knew that this just isn't normal this is not right so what I did is sit in my car and 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 I learned this from seeing another gentleman I worked with for a few years um, do the same thing and then I started to understand what he was doing and I started to do it and we all have this ability and it's a matter of really calmly taking your awareness in your mind and bringing it in and bringing it in to your heart soul essence because the mind is so vulnerable to a lot of energy synthetic energies like am fm radio waves um the electromagnetic frequency of cell phones and cell towers which are everywhere and as we know they've been disrupting bird migratory patterns and affecting the bee populations and fish in the oceans and um, we all heard about the, the agenda of 5G, which is rolling out very fast. So this is incredibly hard on our energetic being, which is also our physical expression. So I sat back in my car and brought my awareness into my heart, into my soul, so that I stopped the chatter. And then 
just tuning into the energy, it'll actually pull me either to a left or a right side or left and up to the left or left and then turn and curve to the right or actually go back into um, the depths of Mother Earth or, or go out into the atmosphere into outer space. And these are energetic trails that you can track. And sometimes they're affiliated with a extraterrestrial ship or a military satellite or an underground base, as there's many of them in, in this world. And because you have the authority to, um, to stop this bombardment of frequency that is actually specifically tuned into you to give you grief, and, you know, the, the, the rabbit hole goes really, really deep here um, because our brain, which is a biological computer, emits a signature. Everybody's signature is unique to themselves. And we know the technology we've been presented with and we work with here in this world. But there's a lot of technology we don't know about. And because we don't know about it, we think that's, that what we know is all there is. But that's not the case. There's a lot that's kept from us, and, and we know the militaries keep a lot, obviously, away from us. So um, we, we have, if we don't know about what's going on, if, if, we're, if we don't know we're being bombarded by, you know, all these electromagnetic frequencies and scalar waves and, and AM, FM, and all the incredible bombardments of frequencies and, and energies we just don't see with our eyes. Um, you know, they get away with it. And our brains, our minds suffer, and then our bodies suffer with it. And our spirit and everything, the whole essence of our being suffers. We're, we're just, you know, plowing ahead through a sea of impositional frequencies of mind control. So... Uh, it's really important to really know yourself and, and really have an idea how you should feel on average. And if something is above average that is really pounding you down, it's not normal. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that simply aren't normal here anymore because we don't even know what normal is like to function because of the, uh, uh, the levels of imposition through everything, food, water, and especially what we don't see. So anyways, I've, uh, I've always known about this stuff and I've uh, been able to tune into it. And, you, and when you do this, you have the authority. Since this has been discovered by yourself, you now are in a position of authority. Once you track that energy to wherever it, its location emanates from, and then through the law of attraction, which is the foundation of soul co-created agreements between all souls, for this experience in this reality, you can, in love and gratitude, close that that energy off so it doesn't influence you anymore. Or another uh, term is put yourself out of phase of those energies. So even though those, even though those energies do bombard you, it will actually go right through you and not affect you. And we can do that, and I've done that, you know, hundreds of times because there's so much and even with that you know just through living in this life and and the programming of being in this world and around others and movies and sitcoms and the whole works it's um really tough to dig way down and, and just let your true essence be who it is because we're influenced in the now uh, we have been influenced in the past as we've grown up in, in what I'm going to say the physical body which is still a light based body um, so that's what I wanted to get to and which I did do that in my car and I did track that energy and I was able to to stop that imposition in love and gratitude and it felt so much better and we all have this ability, um, but you know we're we're tricked into keeping ourselves away from it. It's not common knowledge. Um, we're using what six percent of our brain, so you know this is another aspect of ninety four percent we can use to actually 
help ourselves navigate this incredible world of mind control. And um, I, I encourage everybody to make sure you, you can find quiet time within your day and really take note of how you're feeling and, you know, why are you feeling that way? Or why are you feeling so incredibly tired? Is it really something to do with work or is it something more than that? Uh, we can feel very energetic and do our, our work practices and still feel very good. Um, I'm finding there's no reason that we really need to feel tired. It's just incredible um, toxicity of the environment that we, we do live in, which we can make better for ourselves with understanding. So I know I said a lot, um, um, but it's been, like I said, a big learning experience um, um, to do this again, to go back to something I did years ago and almost have forgotten because of the bombardment of of the toxicity to the mind that, you know, makes me forget something I've done that's been very, very beneficial to help me be clear in my journeys. Um, so I think it's a good idea to even write down things that you do that that um, help you navigate this world and this reality. Because, you know, our, our minds are really affected short-term memory. Um, Long-term memory seems to be pretty good, but... Uh, I'm finding myself personally short-term memory is really being affected and it has nothing to do with um, age, numbers affiliated with age. It's um, I see it in all ages of life, if you want to call it age. Um, yeah, you know, it's just funny. If we don't see it, we don't think anything's really bugging us. But if we actually saw all the incredible amounts of waves and energetic waves that are just pelting our energetic bodies, um, it's pretty it's pretty full on what's going on out there. So I think I'm done, Mirza. No, that's very good. I'm glad you shared all of that because uh, most people, or I want to say a lot of people would say, your shit is weak or like you're being weak or um, when it happens to themselves, oh, I'm just being a pussy. When really there's a lot more going on energetically, we are energetic beings and we're susceptible to um, the energies of others, the energies of nature, the energies of, uh, like you said, all these waves going on, uh, these radioactive waves, uh, electromagnetic waves, microwaves, um, all sorts of different ways that I don't even know the names of, and extraterrestrials and beyond this universe. And I know even radio, radioactively, um, or I should say with the radiation, there's a constant stream of radiation coming into the atmosphere. Um, and my brother actually did his thesis on this. And we just have to adapt accordingly. And that's just one of the things that's constantly going on. So... It does affect our energy. This is why for um, this entire plethora of things that you mentioned, we can feel drained um, randomly throughout the day, even though we've had good rest, we've fed ourselves well, and all these different things. But the solution, like you said, is sending love and gratitude towards these energies, and uh, um, I guess for the experience of realizing our own power, and that's how you can be loving and grateful towards these energies. Thank you for helping me realize my power. Thank you for this experience. And please be on your way now. And through those brief moments of meditation with that love and gratitude, it doesn't take a very long time at all. And we can suddenly be rejuvenated. It might not be so sudden all the time, but a lot of the time it is. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention is rather than dwelling, oh, man, I've been knocked off my energy and... Um, this totally messed up my day. Um, we only amplify it when we dwell in it. So rather than doing that, you can rather take a brief moment to meditate on it and um, recenter yourself and just acknowledge rather than dwell. Acknowledge that this has happened and it's going on, but you have the power to stop it. Like you said, we always have the ultimate authority. And when we do that, it's a very quick turnaround to be back on our feet again. Um, so, yeah, that's a very good uh, 
I'm very glad that you shared that whole experience of like how you go about dealing with that. Yeah, thanks. And uh, thanks for sharing everything you you, um, shared there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I'm always uh, reiterating about love, you know, um, there's so many different frequencies of love and there's also a synthetic love that, you know, it has been created for us because really, you know, we're starved for love in this, in this world, you know, um, there's a lot of um, separation between people and be you know, scared to really get to know the neighbor. And I'm not saying it's like that for everybody, but, um, yeah, you know, there is a lot more fear between people than really love. And we can obviously see that in, in daily practices, you know. Um, um, it's a lot easier to give a finger to the driver for cutting you off than um, just, you know, you know, saying, whoops, I apologize. And the other person says, hey, no problem. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I make the same mistake myself. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to go that way. <laughs> you know, a little driver rage or whatever they call it. So anyways, um, yeah, I just want to reiterate that love, love is so powerful. Love, you know, is beyond this universe. And it's the nature of who we are in our, in our infinite nature of business, you know. Love is is within every individual in your uniqueness. I mean, it's just it's just everywhere. It permeates everything, and you cannot have any expression of life without love. And once you, this is the game. This is the way I figured it out. Is once you discover an imposition upon you, and you know it you have the authority and the right to remove it because you've discovered it. But if you don't discover it, that imposition can do that forever and keep you bogged down with that, with what they're doing to you. And there's just not one thing going on. Believe me, there's thousands of things going on in this world that impede our progress. And it is, you know... Um, it is a lot of work and from a grander um, soul level of ourselves and in harmony with all our brothers and sisters within this universe and the universal creator we wanted this challenge from the best that this universe has to offer in the form of imposition you know as above so below we go to schools here we go to colleges we go to universities to learn a certain course we get good marks and we graduate or we fail. And as below, and we get into the grander aspects of the universe, very similar on the soul level and sending energies of spirit projection into incarnations and different realities. There is a test that we put ourselves through and it's a schooling on a different level. And either we graduate or we fail. So, yeah, so that's, um, you know, it really is truly a game here. And the more we can free ourselves from all the tiniest and all the massive impositions that we have individually, it helps the collective world as well. Right. yeah, the more you're freer, then you obviously with your your energy, you you shine your light that much more, and and others pick up on that, and it actually helps their clarity, and and um, where they can help themselves get clear of of impositional states too. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, we can definitely be vulnerable when we don't acknowledge them and um, it definitely is more difficult to get rid of them but I know just from a law or lore of attraction standpoint if you are operating from that state of love and happiness even if you're not aware of these energies going on around you you definitely um, are only harmonious with loving and happy energies so 
Um, I mean, I shouldn't say only, like we're always somewhat affected, but drastically less affected when we're operating from that state of love because love is the most powerful energy there is. I'm not, not sure if you would agree with that or not, Michael, but um, obviously, yes, when we do acknowledge it, um, that there are energies around us and we do go through the process of sending love and gratitude um, and departing from those energies, we can definitely send them on their way. But I do also think even if we do not acknowledge them um, and we are operating from a state of love and happiness, that we're not a harmonious vibrational match with those energies and it's harder for them to affect us. Yep. And what I'm, I'm learning through, I totally agree. Um, I mean, yeah, it's great to feel joyous and happy. I mean, you know, it feels great for sure. Um, and, and it's also very genius, uh, you know, what we have for the imposition. Because, you know, as humanity, we have been starved for love. And what better way to, you know, attract humanity to, to a certain direction but to actually create a form of love that feels good? And being starved of love, we want to gravitate toward that, obviously. So it's, you know, there's expressions within that that are, are joyous and happy and feel great because we haven't had love for so long. And, um, um, you know, the broken relationships between men and women, the amount of divorces nowadays are very, very high. Um, and, and in my opinion, that's because of the distorted way of living, the distorted masculine, distorted feminine. And, and basing life off of a reality and, and way we've been programmed here to function in life, you know, it just doesn't work. And that form of love is, you know, a, a love of, uh, is conditional love. You know, if you do this for me, I'll love you because you've met my conditions and I'm happy you did that for me, so I love you. Where unconditional love, like the way you love your cat, your dog, or, you know, um, there's there's no rules to love. In love, it's free. You know, we're free, sovereign beings. Um, I don't want people, anybody to put conditions on me. Um, and and I, I don't know anybody that wants conditions on them. So really, the true power of true organic love is unconditional, and it, it expresses freedom. And I never want to contain anyone or any being here. Um, but that being said, we do live in a distorted reality where, you know, if I have my cat, um, you know, I love my cat outside, and the environment is dangerous because it operates through a distorted way of functioning, way of functioning then I'm probably not going to love my cat out. So I am impeding freedom, but... You know, it, it's, it's, again, one foot in both worlds, right? It's, um, you know, it's, um, it's a, it gets very, very tough. It's a tough place to figure out sometimes, you know. Um, but um, what I'm saying is that we have that incredible unconditional love, which is so powerful, and we can track into any kind of imposition upon us, place our loving heart there, and love and gratitude, close it out, Send that imposition on its way into its new reality, into its new destination. Because a lot of times those beings are actually lost because all they know is to impede and impose upon you as that has been their assignment. And um, once disengaged, um, they actually need help to move on. So it's important to, to say that as well. Um, yeah. I'm glad you brought up conditional love. For sure, because, uh, yeah, unconditional love is the true love. Any other form of love, any conditional love, is not the true organic love. Um, and, I mean, it's a great practice to practice unconditional love in your relationships, whether they're close, intimate relationships with your spouse or in your friendships or in your relationship with your pets. Um, just 
asking yourself, am I expecting anything out of this relationship in order for me to give my full self to it? And if you are, then you should take another look at yourself and ask, why do I require these things in order to to give my full self here? Um, because unconditional love means you're going to love them regardless of what they do and of what they think of you. And, I mean, it is not easy a lot of the time, but one of the things, I guess, it's partially come naturally to me, but I've also made a big conscious decision to do this, is just ask yourself, am I giving my full love to this person that I know I can give without any expectation in return? And if the answer is yes, then, I mean, for myself, I'm happy with myself. I know that I'm not needing any certain condition to, first of all, experience my own ability to give love, and secondly, I guess, experience detachment from expecting anything in return. And it's a very spiritually rewarding thing um, when you can confidently say that you are unconditionally loving to those around you. Um, because like I said, it's not easy in this world, um, especially how we've been conditioned to essentially trade everything. Like uh, money is a trade-off. What, are, what am I going to get in exchange for this? Um, when, you're work, when you're at work, you're trading hours for dollars. But when you truly don't expect anything in return, from your relationships at least, it's very beneficial. And eventually that other person does come around and give you more love because when you consistently reflect only loving vibrations, that's what you're going to get back in return. Mm. You brought up some really good stuff there. Um, um, you know, what just clicked for me as you were talking is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we go to work and uh, we work a job and we do expect uh, monies or an exchange for energy that we put in. And we do mm-hmm. see that. And that really carries over into every aspect of life. So if we are in a, you know, relationship with our partner, um, the fact that we, just backing up, the fact we go to work and make money because we put in energy and we get money in return, when mm-hmm. we put in energy to a relationship with, uh, say, your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, we expect something back because we've gotten something back in, in just about everything else we do in this reality. So, you know, it's a, a habitual um, instinct that's built into us through distorted programming. And that's the conditional love, you know, like, if you do this the way I feel you should do it, and you make me happy by doing exactly that, that I told you to do, I'm giving my energy to tell you to do that, and you're bringing energy back that I, you know, from my efforts to give my my energy to you to tell you how to do this and now I see you do that that's my reward you see you know it's like a it's like a, a financial thing exactly you know, for conditional exactly. love mm-hmm. and like you said you know like you said it's it's loving without expectation it's you know we, we still again have one foot in both worlds and, and we do live in an environment of distorted ways of, of loving or, or this, you know, expecting exchange for, for effort. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's very, you know, it is a challenge, you know, it is a challenge, but with the more you know yourself and, and there's, you know, there's uh, those words, know thyself, which is actually in the Bible, you know, um, and there is a lot of good stuff in the Bible that actually, um, not, not that I'm a religious kind of guy, but there is truth here overlaid by distorted truth. So aspects of truth are pulled out that we know inherently within our heart, our beingness, as the way true life is to still kind of keep us pulled into a distorted way of being. But know thyself is so important, you know? When you know yourself, 
you let, you know, people, uh, beings appreciate with unconditional love, everything around you, you'll find that the return of that is so much grander than, than an expectation. And, um, you know, I just encourage everybody, you know, if you're in a relationship with your spouse, with your girlfriend, girlfriends with their boyfriends, or um, whatever kind of relationship you have, to really, to really, you know, just let them go. It doesn't mean that you give up on them, but it just means you, you, you love them in all aspects of who they are. It doesn't mean you can you stop suggesting things, but it means doing it in, in a way of, of no expectation. And I was going to say something else, but uh, kind of took myself down the wrong road here a little bit. That's all right. Um, uh, oh, it's all good. I can jump in for now. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, when you allow them to, when you allow your spouse or, I guess, yeah, we'll talk about intimate relationships. Your significant other, when you allow them to do what they want and um, not be on a short leash, you allow them to be the true essence of what they are, which is a free spirit. And when we experience that freedom within our relationships, that allows us to act more lovingly towards one another. And um, I'm not saying allow them to be so free that they can go around sleeping with whoever they want. That's not the type of relationship I think most people want. But um, free in the sense that they can act on their passions as they please. They can associate with those that they please. Um, assuming that they're not toxic and if they are associating with toxic people, just having an open conversation rather than saying, you're not allowed to do this as if it's like a a parent-child relationship. And even in parent-child relationships, um, I guess explaining more to your children the reasoning behind things rather than just putting up these uh, silly rules that they don't know why their freedom is being constricted because when our freedom is constricted without good reason, we naturally want to rebel because it doesn't make sense to us to experience limitation when we don't need to. But when there is a logical uh, explanation for things, people can reason more and you can influence them to want to behave in a certain way rather than having to behave a certain way because of the conditions that you set upon them so yeah it's definitely uh, a good practice to allow others to be truly and authentically who they are which is uh, free spirits and I also believe our essence is love as well and freedom and love do go hand in hand in my opinion yeah very well spoken Rizak thank you really good stuff there um, yeah especially with the um, you know the parent um, sibling relationship um, yeah I agree I mean we still do live in you know we, we can be unconditional ourselves and love that way in, in our relationships but we do live in a world where you know 90% of relationships are distorted in some way so yeah you know it's you know for upbringing of a child or, um, like you said, you can explain and, and set examples of of um, how you are. And, of course, this really catches on very strongly because it's the organic essence of, of unconditional love. And like you said, it doesn't mean you have to go running around sleeping with everybody. But at the same time, um, you know, whatever is the relationship and brings joy to people, you know, that, you know, they do what they wish to do, that's for sure. Um, it's all right. about coming from heart, you know. And when you come from heart, um, there's really no hurt. So, you know, however that is from your heart. 
Um, yeah, so it's kind of morphed into the relationship thing in love. Um, I just wanted to mention that and, and really, again, just uh, bring out from me that love, unconditional love is so incredibly powerful. And when you find some kind of limitation that seems to be imposed upon you, you know, if it's energetic, like I was talking about initially, the power of love is is what closes off that relationship and you don't need to do it anymore. Experience that. So just because the narrative is that love is weak and it's so far from the truth, love is, is so powerful. And um, use it. It really does help you out. And you know why I want to talk about this? Sorry? Sorry, I was just saying love is the strongest thing there is. Yeah, you know, um, it's just, um, yeah, um, like the reason I wanted to bring this up is because after that experience just this week in the car and then tuning into those energies and, um, you know, releasing that mind fog that I was under, it was just terrible. It was really, really, really a terrible energy. And, and right away after that, felt better and then as the moments went by felt more better and better and better and the afternoon turned out to be really nice and you know we have that capability so it's knowing yourself um, hey I'm not feeling really good for some reason why is that well let's uh, get a quiet spot and, and look into this and where is this coming from and you can use your own visualization practice and just let, let your you know whatever pictures come to you you know follow it and trust it. Trust where that energy trail goes. And wherever it goes, up, down, sideways, you know, like a lightning strike all over the place, you can find the end of it. And we are multidimensional beings, and there's a lot of multidimensional beings that we can't see with our eyes that influence us. But we have that capability, that intuitive sight to tune into that and dislodge ourselves from that imposition. So I just want everybody to, you know, to take that and, and feel into it and see if it's something you can do to free yourself more from from maybe not feeling as good as you can feel. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, yeah, that kind of speaks to this title that you had for the episode today, Is Your Mind Yours, The Unseen World of Influence? And a lot of the time... I'm just going to speak a little bit towards this. A lot of the time, it seems like these thoughts are coming from elsewhere. Like, how could I have thought such a messed up, twisted thing? Like, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of times in my life where I've just, like, wished very bad things upon others, and it just totally seemed like it wasn't me, and, uh, like, I was out of who I genuinely was. And I've come to realize, and I'm not sure if you agree with this, Michael, but just from some of the spiritual teachers I've had in my past that we are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are a mix of, I guess, our organic self, uh, a mix of our egos, but we're also a beacon, like a signal that can receive thoughts from uh, whether it be other human beings or other extraterrestrials or other beings trying to influence us towards a certain um towards taking certain action and I just encourage everyone else to detach from all of your thoughts and just uh, decipher which ones are the ones that I want to hang on to and you can just go through them like sift through your thoughts as if you're scrolling through your phone pictures and seeing which ones you you want to delete and which ones you want to keep. And for the ones you want to keep, then you can take action on those. But um, a lot of the time, we we think certain things that didn't truly come from our true inner selves, and uh, we're kind of at a crossroads. Like, okay, should I take action on this because I'm thinking about it, or uh, am I just a really weird person and I don't know my true inner self because I'm thinking these thoughts? And why am I thinking this? I didn't think I was that type of person. Um, but that's totally natural. Everyone experiences this, and it's just something that you need to uh, to determine within yourself where these, what the root 
really is of this thought. Is it really rooted from within me or is it rooted within another being? And once you can determine which thoughts are yours, then you can take action on, on the ones that you choose to define yourself. Yeah, yeah really good point there, Zach. Um, really Thank good you. stuff for sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's so important what Zach just said, you know, if, if you know, find some quiet time. I and mean, this should be a, a daily practice. And this should be like a discipline, you know, like meditation. And, you know, if there's a lot of mind chatter going on, you know, you have the ability to bring your mind, your awareness into your heart's whole essence and quieten it down. Or like Zach says, you know, keep, keep the thoughts that you know are of your true nature. The ones that aren't have nothing to do with you and are injected into you from other means. And, you know, I, I came across a webinar and you can actually search the internet and find these patterns of, of um, designs of using energy to influence us as far as the mind is concerned, going back as far as the 1970s. And right now we're, in, we're close to 2020. So the technology for using energy in different frequencies and microwave and scalar waves and you name it, and you know, there's so many ways I'd like just like Zach said, that I don't even know of. But we're incredibly bombarded by these these energetic fields. So um, those thoughts that you, you know, those weird thoughts you get, believe me, they're not yours. They're thoughts being injected into you so that they upset you. And you just, you know, again, it's so important to know yourself hey, and just say, hey, that's not me. And those aren't my thoughts and I'll have nothing to do with them. And wherever the thoughts are coming from, again, you have the ability to track and find where they're coming from, and you close it off with incredible, powerful love that you have in your heart, in love and gratitude, and I guarantee you will feel better. Exactly, this keeps coming back to sending things off with love, because like you keep saying, love is the most powerful thing. And when it seems like a powerful thought is about to take you over, you can counter it with even more powerful force of love. And once we do that, it's as simple as sending it off with love and choosing a new thought, because we can always choose a new thought. We don't ever have to dwell in a certain negative thought that uh, is just bringing ourselves down and our energy down and making us question our identities. You don't have to ever do that. It's just as simple as being loving and choosing a new thought. Yeah, totally. You know, and, and I've heard too, um, where this one person said that if you think a certain thought for 17 seconds, I believe it's 17 seconds. I might be a little bit wrong with the number there, but it amplifies every 17 seconds that much more powerful. So if you keep yourself in in a negative way and keep thinking, it gets actually harder to get out of that loop. And then vice versa, if you work in a positive way, in a loving way with a loving thought, every 17 seconds that that gets stronger and stronger. And um, again, you're going to reflect back from the universe what you're, you're feeling because of your thoughts. So yeah, it's really, you know, right spot on there, Zach. It's really about knowing what's... Uh, you know, being aware of what you're thinking, being aware of your awareness, and where's it, where is it? You know, I had the weirdest thoughts today. I was driving, I was uptown in the middle of the city of Calgary, and I was coming back a different way. A lot of construction, very busy, but this one thought kept smacking into me that I was going to get rear-ended. I'm going to get smacked in the rear end. You know, it's something trying to get me to think about that and put that fear, you know, frequency out there and actually create it. So... I just tuned into it while I was sitting there and and with a short, you know, um, inner message with love and gratitude, you know, I did track it down and close it off. And um, that message just did not come anymore. You know, I'm finding nowadays that the, the weirdest thoughts of bombardment like that, that are way more extreme than they used to be years ago, are so blatantly 
hitting us or hitting me. And it's like, wow, you know, I don't think about this. Why is this happening? Where's this coming from? It's just, it's just so obvious. So, um, yeah, again, I mean, if it's that obvious for me, and you have similar in some way to yourself, you know, again, you have the ability to close that off and not let that take you down the wrong track. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, what you mentioned about the 17 seconds thing is exactly what I've heard as well from, uh, um, in my opinion, one of the best law of attraction teachers on the planet, Abraham Hicks, which is a channeled entity. But, um, yeah, if anyone wants to give that a search um, and hear more about how you uh, your thoughts are amplified every 17 seconds, um, you can give that a search, Abraham Hicks. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's amazing um, how quickly you can shift away from those thoughts like you did um, with the whole rear-ending thing. Like, Because we do attract things when we have repeated thought and um, the energy field amplifies every 17 seconds and then suddenly cars are riding us closer and just all of reality is... Um, being manipulated through our thoughts so when we have those kind of worrisome thoughts then more of it is attracted towards us when we have the power to change our intention or our our point of focus at any time to attract only good things and smooth riding um, in terms of driving and that's just one example but uh, but yeah I'm I'm glad that you use these real life examples because it really paints a, a clear picture for us yeah it's you know, I just couldn't help it uh, today with that, that rear end thought just uh, constantly coming in. It was like, wow, you know, because um, never ever been like that before. So why would I think that now? So yeah, um, and that's I think another reason why I wanted to talk about this tonight. Just really noticing the heavy um, bombardment, and uh, yeah, so. Um, I think I've just about said all I wanted to say. Um, I've pretty much said all I've wanted to say, too. I was just going to share one last little story um, for a, another brief example here. Um, currently, I'm on break working in a building all by myself here, and it's a fairly decent-sized building. And um, when I first started working here, uh, doing these night shifts alone, I was a little intimidated. I mean, I'm an, I'm an adult and I was kind of laughing at myself because I'm a grown-ass man being scared of being alone in a in a big building. But um, I don't know, you hear the noises of the building every now and then and it kind of freaks you out. But obviously over time um, that went away, just like a kid who sleeps in the same room and the monsters never attack them. They eventually, those fears subside. But um, I mean, the kids in the bedroom thing is really fascinating because as I've learned more about different beings that exist and um, how everything does exist multidimensionally, I don't think kids are bullshitting it anymore. Like they legitimately are sensing um, different beings. Um, and since kids are more, I guess, aware of certain energies, um, because they are more pure beings and unconditioned that uh, they do have legitimate reason to be fearful. But um, anyways, going back to my experience, um, anyways, I, I learned to be obviously calm and collected working on my own in this building for many months and years that uh, I've worked here after. And just the other day, those fears flooded back in like crazy and like it was very I was thought it was very silly that I was experiencing these things and my breath even started getting shorter like uh looking around my shoulder every room that I entered in to clean here and I was just laughing at myself thinking like I overcame this a long time ago why is this happening again and I do believe it's because um some sort of being or entity is trying to get me back to that level. And I just, like we've discussed in this entire episode here, just 
reminded myself of my own authority and that I am in power and lovingly sent whatever energies um, that were trying to screw with me away. And I did uh, very, very quickly um, come back to my true self, um, which is fearless and unlimited and loving um, just through that simple act of uh, of uh, quietly meditating and sending things, um, sending other entities love. Great, yeah, very cool, Zach. And I just want to let, uh, you know, uh, people listening know that, um, like I said, I'm very sensitive to energy and I can really see the signature of everybody. It's very different. Zach has a very, very powerful, uh, what I term a grandfather or masculine energy um, that is very organic and very, very solid and strong. And it, it's, it's such a, a gentle energy of understanding. And it's an energy that attracts people to come because of the, the comfort of the energy. It's, it's, it's like the oldest masculine energy in the universe, and it, it, it's, it's like a resting point for, for spirits on the journey to come and be in your presence. And I've, I've noticed, noted that from only one other, actually two other people I know uh, that embody the masculine energy like that. And it's really very special. It's very gentle. It's very deep but incredibly powerful as well. Powerful in the sense that very solid, very grounded, all-knowing, and and full of, of the energy, of, in my opinion, of grace. Really, really nice energy. Man, thank you so much. I, I know you say that to me often, and uh, you know, I'm always deeply grateful for that anytime you say it I think partially because my ego must love it but uh, also because I do <laughs> know I guess I do also know my nature on a soul level um, and when you I guess recognize it it feels good for sure but um, I also was going to tell you off air but I'll mention it on air now that uh, you've paid me such a nice compliment um there is a lady here that I don't think you've met yet at the Tuscany Club, but she works here. And um, I was explaining to her how we have this podcast, and she was asking which one of my coworkers um, I started it with. And I told her it was you, and I explained what you looked like, and she said, oh, my goodness, this is this is the guy that just seems like he knows so much. <laughs> and she's never met you or talked to you yet. And I just smiled because that's exactly the type of vibes you give, um, even if people are somewhat unconscious um, to the things that we talk about. But um, people who are tapped in and even not tapped in can feel the warrior um, deep wisdom that you bring. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to mention that as well because you also have many of the qualities I have, but also a fierce side to you, which my girlfriend Laura also has. And I, I feel like that's why I'm drawn to you guys because you guys are great teachers for me, who is, who's, who's more of a de- gentle soul, um, to step into that, um, I guess, more badass, um, knowing your worth um, <laughs> vibes that you guys give. Oh, thanks for that. Um, I don't, I, I don't claim to know everything. That's for sure. But um, I, I know we all want to, all want to learn as much as we can and get as clear as we can, just to, you know, to be in peace and be in enjoyment and, and you know and live to our true nature and, and be the loving beings that we are. Um, you know, I know we're all tired of of, of what has been and. And we don't want to give that any power anymore. We just want to move ahead and, and live in a in a life of of peace, grace, love, joy, and, and happiness, and um, and just be free beings, be the free sovereign beings that we are. So, 
Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I, I do get uh, passionate when when I see that anybody or any being is going to be imposed upon or hurt in any way, and so and um, yeah, so that I know that aspect to me is is pretty um, the warrior aspect, guardian, protector is definitely strong in me, and um, I guess that's uh, what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm here. Or for sure, we need, protectors, we need protectors like you in the universe, for sure, my friend. Anyways, uh, thank you. And, um, thank you all for for listening, and um, have a great week, and look forward to talking again. Take care. Love and gratitude, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.